Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode three of the Love Your Existence podcast. This is Bryn, and today we're going to be talking about sleep and dreams and all the mystery that surrounds it. But I just wanted to take a second here and thank everybody that's just starting to listen to my podcast or that's listened to the last two episodes. It means everything to me, and I love connecting with everybody. So go follow my TikTok if you haven't already. At It's at loveyouragistence333. And yeah, I'd love to hear from you, especially with this episode. I mean, we all have such different experiences, I feel like, with dreams and sleep issues and all of that. And I would just, you know, if you have any interesting experiences, I'd love to hear them. So please DM me if you feel like it. So it's actually kind of funny because I feel just super low energy today and it's because I like didn't sleep last night. I felt like I was like half awake all night. Like, you know, those nights where it's like you're sleeping, but like you keep like kind of waking up and your reality and like what you're dreaming about kind of get like kind of intermingle and then it's just so confusing. I'm just like, what's like, I was just so paranoid and I think it had a lot to do with what I was dreaming about. So I was just like super stressed every time I woke up and I was just like, what is happening? So I'm very tired today, but let's just get into it. I'm going to do a little intro here on sleep and dreams. I'm going to talk about just a little bit about sleeping and the history of sleeping and we're going to get into dreams and common dream themes and all of that. So just stay tuned. So one of the things I like hear all the time from people is the fact that like the average person spends about 26 years sleeping in their life or like we spend like one third of our lives sleeping. And I hear so many people that are like, I feel like I'm wasting time, like I'm missing out. And I think it stressed me out for a while too. I was like, oh yeah, like, like I feel like I'm wasting time too. But it's like, there's no alternative. Like we need to sleep to survive. Uh, so it's like, it's not like you're really missing out. Like, I mean, if there was a world where I was the only person that needed sleep and everybody else like didn't need sleep then I would feel like I was missing out and, like, wasting time. But it's just, like, it's so critical to our existence. Like, we need sleep. And it's, like, it's so funny because we don't really know why. We know it, like, can recharge us, but we don't know much about it, really. So why do we sleep? Is it important to the human existence? Those are some of the questions that I just kind of think of a lot. And... Our sleep hormone, melatonin, is released from the pineal gland, which is also in the area of, like, our third eye, and philosophers have said it's the seed of the soul. So just by, like, that, like, that's super interesting. I think it definitely, sleeping, like, has some, like, higher purpose, and especially with the fact that we dream while we sleep, it just, I think something significant is going on there. So we're gonna get into how sleep has changed over time. Uh, Dream theories, what do our dreams mean? Are they meaningless? 
some common dream themes, and my personal sleep and dream experiences. So we all have this internal clock. Our circadian rhythms regulate our sleep-wake cycle that is on repeat every 24 hours. So every night that we go to sleep, we go through different stages of sleep, and I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with the REM stage of sleep, or rapid eye movement, and it doesn't occur until you're 90 minutes into your sleep because you're going through a few other stages before that. So in REM, your eyes do move rapidly back and forth under the eyelids. Your breathing rate, heart rate, blood pressure, all of that increases. And this is the stage that researchers have found where dreaming usually takes place. You essentially become paralyzed in this state as well and it's believed that we become paralyzed in this state to prevent us from physically acting out our dreams. And I find the REM stage so interesting because when we're in the REM stage, our brain's electrical activity is very similar to that of a person who is awake. And it's also said that sleep paralysis occurs when you awake from REM sleep before the paralysis has ended. And I'll get into sleep paralysis later, but I thought that was super interesting as well. There's also a possibility that REM sleep is processing our memories in the sense that it could help convert our recent experiences into long-term memories. And as we age, the amount of time we actually spend in REM decreases which is also interesting to think about. So now I'm going to get into a little bit of how our sleep has changed over time. Uh, I'm sure many of you have heard that we need like, you know, seven to eight hours of sleep every night. But if we explore the history of ancient human sleep from the beginning of time, our sleep was divided throughout the day in like a biphasic pattern. And it's thought that this might be the most healthy and natural way to sleep. And when you think about it, it actually kind of starts to make sense. I mean, I notice myself, like, afternoon time, I, I start to get pretty tired. And many people have brought up that we shouldn't be driving ourselves to be absolutely exhausted by the end of the day. We should be sleeping when we're tired in order to recharge and build up enough energy for everything that we're doing. So again, one of the main things that we do know about sleep is that it recharges us. So it kind of raises the question that if we only sleep 79 hours a night in order to build up enough energy for the day, would it be more beneficial to sleep multiple times a day throughout the day in order to sustain our energy better so we aren't you know, exhausted by the end of the day, or tired during the day. So it makes me wonder, does cramming all of our sleep into, you know, one period during the day, is that making us more anxious and tired? And in terms of naps, like I've heard we should only be taking naps for 10 to 20 minutes because you'll be less susceptible to feeling tired and groggy and I don't really take naps too often because I do notice myself feeling even more tired and groggy after. 
But at the same time, imagining just taking a nap for 10 to 20 minutes, I think that's, like, super hard, too. Because if you are, like, genuinely tired, like, we're so used to sleeping for this long period. So just taking 10 to 20 minutes to quickly sleep, it just, it seems so foreign to me. And I'm sure to a lot of other people as well. Because we've just trained ourselves to sleep for long periods at a time. And with the way that our world is now, you know, jobs don't allow for biphasic sleep. And even though science is finding that naps are beneficial, some people, I mean, a lot of society, I think, considers, you know, taking naps as a sign of being lazy because most people are living such fast-paced lives and everything is just go, go, go. And you're supposed to be productive and focus solely on work all day and corporations and factories care so much about profit that people are just being worked to death and they're losing out on a lot of sleep and beyond that like so many people have developed sleep problems like many people struggle with insomnia and you know I can't help but question if it's because we are just constantly being overstimulated And just the way our world is becoming more industrialized. I personally do not struggle with insomnia, but I've had so many times where I just can't fall asleep. Not too much as of lately, but there's just, you know, those times when you can't fall asleep. And then you get super anxious because you're like, crap, like, you know, I have to get up at this time tomorrow and I have to do all this work tomorrow. And you start getting anxious because you're like, I need this sleep, but I can't fall asleep. And I remember as a kid, actually... I really had troubles falling asleep and it really made me anxious when I couldn't fall asleep and I would just like start crying all night and my parents would come in my room and and I think that just kind of goes to show what society's like because it's like uh even even as a kid like once you reach a certain age like you know naps aren't really normal like you shouldn't you're this age you know you shouldn't be taking naps anymore so it was something super stressful because I did, I was so scared of being tired. So I'm going to get into some theories on sleep and dreams now. And I, I just want to preface that I don't really know what's true or not. I definitely relate to more theories than others. But I'd like to believe that there is like some higher purpose to our dreams. And research has shown sleep help store memories, but, you know, I question if that's also the function of our dreams. I, like, I don't know, maybe it's part of it. I think there's a lot of components to it all. But if you believe in reincarnation, do you think some of our dreams have to do with past lives? Do we enter different dimensions through our dreams? Are we connecting with the other side and part of this appeals to me so much because it does even though it's like I I, at least in my dreams I feel like I'm in a completely different world but like I'm still part of me and it feels so real like sometimes it feels even more real than when I wake up so or is our brain just trying to process and make sense of things from the day and I, I can totally see that as well, being part of it. Because sometimes things from your day make it into your dreams. 
But is there more to it than just that? Because I know that all of my dreams aren't super, you know, realistic and straightforward. Like, and there's some people that believe our dreams are absolute nonsense and mean nothing. And that's okay. I don't really know if I agree with that. I just don't know if I really want to. I can't see us, like, not... I can't see, like, this not having a purpose to our existence. Like, I I, I can't really accept that, like, oh, it's nothing. (laughs) Like, I definitely feel as if it is something important to us and our lives as humans. And I always, like I said, I feel very connected to my dreams. So much so that they feel just as real or even more real than my reality. So many psychologists have come up with, you know, their interpretation of dreams. Freud believed our dreams reveal repressed wishes or unconscious desires. And Carl Jung's dream work perspective is kind of that everyone and everything in the dream is you. Which, I actually utilize this a lot in therapy when I bring up my dreams. We kind of take that stance of, if everybody in my dream is me, well then what does that mean? Which, I actually really love that take. I love thinking about that. And I think it definitely brings clarity to me sometimes. And Carl Jung, he also thought that dreams seek to express something that the ego doesn't even know or understand, which is also really interesting to think about. There's also a theory that since the amygdala is especially active during dreams, it drives the fight-or-flight response, that our dreams kind of create these threatening events, which, I mean, I can totally see, and I think it... But overall, I just... I think dreaming is so complex... There's a reason that we don't understand it, and maybe we're not ever meant to understand it, but it seems that there might not be just one answer to it. It seems there could be a lot of parts to it. I love dreams. I love dreaming, but I remember when I was younger, you know, I kind of touched on it was hard for me to fall asleep, and when I was younger, I would have terrible, like, nightmares, like, all the time, and I remember my parents, like, telling me, Like, as I got older, my dad was actually talking to me and telling me that I had night terrors. And I don't, I I haven't talked to him, I should have talked to him before I recorded this. Because I don't know the extent to that, so maybe I'll touch on that again. But, yeah, I've always had very scary dreams. And even, like, if a dream, like, started off, like, not scary at all, like, something would happen, like, a scary component would be brought in somehow. And they say we only remember like 5% of our dreams anyway, so maybe I don't have scary dreams as often as I think, but from the ones that I do remember, they are scary in some way or another. But it is interesting to think about how quickly we can just forget our dreams. I've actually started like writing my dreams down when I wake up, which is also really difficult too, because it's just, it just seems to go on and on and on. And like, what? Like, my dreams are supposed to last like five to 20 minutes. Like, oh, like part of me is like, that's such bullshit because like, it has to be longer, you know? But it's like, what if we're just in this other world where 
you know, time is just so, uh, it's constructed so differently. And I actually read something on how, how the reason why, like, we think our dreams are so much longer. But honestly, <laughs> like, I didn't really understand it. I was just kind of like, I still don't, I still don't get this. It doesn't make sense to me. But again, maybe it's not supposed to, so. But yeah, even the fact that we only can recall 5% of our dreams, and the, but even though that 5% that we can recall is so easy to forget. Like, I have so many vivid dreams night after night, but like, and I can recall like some in my head from like months ago, but I can't remember the details anymore. Which, like, really sucks for me because I just remember them being just, like, like awesome dreams. And I, like, wish I would have wrote them down at that time. But that's kind of why I'm doing it now because I just want to remember more. Because it just, it's so telling, I think, sometimes. And it's interesting to look back on, too. Especially if you do have vivid dreams. It's definitely fun because it's it really does suck to just forget them over time. But yeah, so even though my dreams have always been, like, super scary, I think, like, the la the past, like, six months, it's, like, they still kind of have that scary component to them. But for some reason, I just haven't been that scared anymore. And I don't know if it's because I'm having so much fun at the same time or what. But, you know, I'm always on, like, some adventure. I'm always on some mission. So my dreams have become, like, a very fun place to be, like, even though somebody might be chasing me as I'm trying to, like, do all these other things, like, but that that's, like, exciting. Like, it's such a, like, thrill. It's, like, a rush that I don't experience when I wake up. And my dreams are definitely more fantasy-like with, obviously, my own aspects of my reality, but I've heard some people don't really experience any fantasy-like aspects, which is very weird for me to think about because I, ju I just, my dreams are such a fantasy. I can't imagine it being like any other way, but, but even though, I, I mean, I don't want to make it out that my dreams are like this fantasy and like so unreal. Like, no, even though like they may have a fantasy-like aspect, they feel very real they feel so vivid sometimes like I wake up and I'm like I, I just think about my dream all day because I'm just like wow like that was a fun place to be <laughs> like that was I don't even, there, there's just not words for it I've been talking to a friend lately and we've just been talking about like it's just like I mean some things are just so hard to like explain in words and if I could just, like, screenshot a mental picture for you all, I would. But, like, I just think, like, there's just, like, not words to kind of explain some of these things. Like, it's so... It's definitely really hard to explain the concept of dreams and words. Because it's, it's so much of, like, feeling. Because even though, like, I may forget a dream and only remember, like, one little aspect of it. I don't remember all the details and stuff in the plot. But I remember how I felt. So sometimes it's just like, I don't know if we're meant to like explain this because it's just, it it, it seems impossible sometimes, honestly. It, it feels like some things only make sense in my dreams. But yeah, so before I get into the common dream themes, 
I need to know if anybody else has experienced these things, and I'm sure a lot of you have, but sometimes when I dream, like, it's me in the dream, but, like, you know, there's some aspect of me that's, like, kind of different, if that, if that makes any sense, because it's hard to put this into words, or, like, I, you know, I, it's almost like I see myself differently from, like, a different perspective, not that I'm, like, looking at myself, like, I'm in my body, but, like, it's, like, just, like, a little different. And, you know, I'll go through my entire dream and then I'll wake up. And sometimes I'll verbally, like, go through my dream because I want to remember it. But once- sometimes once I start, like, trying to put words to it, it all of a sudden, like, doesn't make sense. I'm like, wait, what? Like, what? <laughs> like, I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Like, and then I'm like, well, then what happened after that? And then I'm like, oh, that just doesn't line up. But, like, in my dream- it made perfect sense, but I can recognize that in my dream, like, it made sense. Like, I read, this is, like, very vague, but I remember one part of my dream I had recently where these two people, like, they were two different people, but they, like, hugged in my dream and I was watching them and I was like, like, they're hugging, like, like, oh my god, how do I even say this? I'm like, I'm, like, thinking, like, oh, like, that person is hugging themselves. But, like, like on the outside, like, they look different. So, it's, like, it wasn't the same person. But to me, in my dream, I was, like, yeah, they're, like, hugging themselves. I don't know how, I don't know how to say that. I don't know if that makes sense at all. Because when I woke up, I was just, like, like, I mean, you can definitely interpret that. And I'm not gonna spend my time doing that because I feel like it's really complicated. But I just kind of, like, woke up and I was like well, what the heck because I was like just talking through it and then I got to that part and I was like I was like why does it all of a sudden like feel off like why does it all of a sudden feel like it doesn't make sense when it made perfect sense in my dream and I'm not not that it can't make sense but it's just like it's really complicated to explain so I'm gonna move on to the next thing because I also wanted to comment on you know when you wake up from a dream and you still think, like, it happened in your reality. So, you wake up and you're, like, you know, sometimes it's, like, oh, thank God that wasn't real. But, so like, so many times it's also, like, that wasn't real? Really? Like, crap. Like, oh, uh, and I just, I love, I love dreams where it's, like, oh, I wish that was real. Because then I just, like, lay in bed and I just think about it. I'm just, like, sit, I sit in that for a while. And, but there's also times where I'll, like, wake up from a scary dream and I wonder if it's like my I wonder if it's me trying to like kind of pull myself out of that dream because it's like uh-uh we ain't like gonna dream about this but like even though I like kind of like wake up and I like kind of try to stop it I'm so tired that I just get pulled back in and I fall asleep again and then my dream just continues on and that's like I don't know that's just so weird but let's get into some common dream themes I'm just gonna list a bunch of them and then I'll kind of go through them. But some common dream themes are being chased and pursued, falling, dreams about school, studying, sexual experiences, showing up somewhere naked, teeth falling out, natural disasters, feeling like you're frozen, anything about dying, death, a partner cheating and driving. Okay, so the first one, 
being chased and pursued. So it kind of goes along with the threat theory of your amygdala having so much activity when you're sleeping and you get that fight or flight response. Like, I can kind of see that being true because there are so many times, it's, I kind of touched on it earlier when I'm like in a mission in my dream, like sometimes the scary aspect is somebody's like chasing me and like trying to kill me. But this one time, like, I was, like, in my neighborhood, and there was this, like, werewolf man. Like, he wasn't, like, on four legs. He was, like, on two legs, but, like, he looked like a werewolf, if that makes sense. And he just, I mean, he just started chasing me, like, around and around. And it was just, and by the end, like, he got so close to me, and, like, I forced myself to wake up. That goes for so many of my dreams. Like, if it gets to the point where that person's gonna, like, lay their finger on me, like, I pull myself out. And I bet so many other people do. But it's, like, it's so weird because it feels like I am, like, somehow, like, consciously pulling myself out. Because I'm, like, nope, not doing that. And there are so many times where I just, like, know, like, I can't outrun this person. So I'll just, like freeze and wait for them to get really close to me and then I'll and then I'll pull myself out so I don't just so weird let me know if you have any experiences like that it's so weird and I have had some dreams about falling I can't like and this is again why I'm writing my dreams down because I can't think of anything too specific but like I know the feeling of like just like falling your stomach like just dropping and just like so in my dream I was like looking up And then a lot of people have dreams on, like, school and studying. And I've had so many of the... I mean, this kind of goes with the stress thing again. It's just... It feels like, you know, if you're stressed about a test, then that kind of carries over to your dreams. And this one time, actually, like, I was so stressed for this math test I had. Like, questions to help me, like, (laughs) uh, study. Like, I was looking at math questions in my dream. And when I woke up, like, the next morning, like, I go on, like, safari and a window pops up and it's just, like, the math questions I was, like, writing in my dream. So as I was doing that in my dream, like, in the middle of the night, I must have been, like, on my phone while I was asleep just, like, writing, like, you know, asking all these math questions. <laughs> and it, I mean, and they were ridiculous questions that it's, like, like, I wouldn't know the answers to. So it was definitely, oh, that was so weird waking up to that. Because I had no recollection of doing, I had no idea. I thought that that was just, I was just doing that in my dream. So then to wake up and find out that I had actually looked up that stuff, I was just like, what the heck? But I've also had experiences like sleepwalking, not too often. It was more so like when I was younger and I would like wake up my mom and like, in my bed, and my hand would be, like, in a Cheez-Its box, because I was, like, I was, like, eating in my sleep, sleep eating, and that was just, like, the weirdest thing, because I'm just, like, what the heck am I doing, like, and one night, I, like, kicked my lamp off my dresser. I've just done so many weird things. I feel like I don't, like, I'm not, I feel like I'm not so active physically anymore, But I feel like my dreams have gotten more vivid. But at the same time, I like, I don't know if I feel totally comfortable saying that because I have had very vivid dreams when I was little. Ones that I still remember very clearly. 
it's just like hard to remember every single one of them and I wish oh I just wish I was like writing down my dreams all my life and I had this like giant like dream journal like that'd be so cool if I could like just recall all of them because it's so weird that like like because I'll remember my dreams in great detail the next day but then it's like if I don't write it down or do anything with that like in a couple months I'm not gonna remember anything of it pretty much but yeah I'm also very interested if somebody hasn't had a dream where they show up somewhere naked I feel like we all like Every single one of us have that dream. Am I right? Like, if you haven't had that dream, please let me know. Because I just, like, why? Like, uh, that's... I mean, I mean, you could definitely get deep there. I mean, all of these are up for a lot of interpretation, but I'm not going to get too deep in it. But uh, teeth falling out. My mom, I know, has had that dream. So it's, like, weird to, like, know that so many other people have had that dream. I've never had that dream, but let me know if you've had that dream. And natural disasters is another big one. And I can't think of any instances of that, but the other day I was like, you know, driving is another common occurring dream. People might get in crashes or, you know, you're just driving in your car a lot. People have dreams like that. And for a second when I saw driving, I was like, I've never, like, driven in my dreams and blah, blah, blah. And then I realized I literally wrote one of my dreams down about how I was driving a couple places. So I'm like, so I'm like, yes, I have driven in my dreams. I just forgot for that second. So could I have had a dream about a natural disaster? Like, totally. As a kid, and I'm sure a lot of you might have been obsessed with this too but I was obsessed with tornadoes when tornadoes like when we get like tornado warnings that was like such a mood like I remember being like in my friend's basement and like the sirens are going off and we're like like oh the thrill of that and just like having to like hide in the basement and but as a kid it was just like I it was like a threat but like not really, because I mean, we because we would get tornado warnings like all the time, especially during the summer. But it's like nothing. I don't know. It's not. It's not like anything ever really came of it too much. I mean, they'd like touch down close, but I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, those ones are really weird. But I mean, you can interpret that like, oh, like you're feeling stuck. But it's just like another common theme is dying, death. I actually had a dream that somebody from my past who was never, never really nice to me, but I kind of overlooked that for a long time, they killed one of my close friends. And the whole time I'm trying to avenge my friend's death, but the person that did it, they don't really care and they're not getting caught. And it was just, I I can't remember all the details. I wish I did, but... But it's also interesting because the friend I had in this dream, and let me know if any of you have had this, but I've had dreams where somebody in my dream is super close to me, like best friend, known them all my life, just somebody I know I care for so much, but they don't actually exist in my real, like, reality life. Like, it's nobody that I know of in this life but like 
in my dream, it's like this person is like everything to me. And it's so weird. I'm like, because I have this urge to protect this person. But I guess if you look at it as from a standpoint of like Carl Jung's theory, if everybody and everything in my dream is me, then I'm just like trying to protect myself and this person that I feel so close to is myself and, you know, my best friend and I'm my own best friend. And I mean, that shit makes sense. Like, that makes so much sense. Some other universe and, like, I actually, like, this is my best friend in that universe. Like, that's, that's crazy. That's wild. But it is definitely fun to think about. I've also noticed this, especially as I've gotten older, that there are key people that always, like, come into my dreams. Like, no matter what kind of impact these people have had in my life, you know, they always, like, keep coming back. Like, I might not dream about the person for, like, a month, but, like, then they'll be in my dream again. And it's... It's, like, people that have played such a pivotal role in my life and they might not be in it anymore, but it's so weird that they just keep coming back. I mean, and it's weird, too. I've never noticed, like, you know, usually, like, it's not really my family that keeps coming back, even though they play a pivotal role in my life. It's, like, people that I've met and encountered in this life and they just keep coming back up from time to time and I know other people have experienced that as well and I just I think that's like really interesting but yeah things only really seem to make sense in my dreams so this has been really hard to put into words especially when I wake up it's hard to put into words but I did want to touch on a little bit about sleep paralysis as well okay like I'm not for like a hundred percent sure that I have experience sleep paralysis because six months ago like I no like I never did but not too long ago and I've heard a lot of people that have sleep paralysis like they lay like with their back on the bed so you're, you're facing your face is like looking up kind of like at your ceiling like it seems like from what I've heard you can't you don't really get sleep paralysis if you're like on your side and so I don't know if that's true but and I, like, never sleep, like, on my back, but not too long ago, I was on my back, and my eyes, like, wide open, like, I would have considered myself to be awake, like, I was not, like, I didn't dream this, like, I was looking at my ceiling, and I saw this, you know, what at first, like, seemed to be, like, a shadow, but it was this giant spider on my ceiling and it started like kind of crawling kind of moving around kind of like making its way across the ceiling towards me and you know it really freaked me out I don't know if you can blink uh if you're having sleep paralysis but I could blink I kept blinking because I was just like that's not there that's not there but every time I blinked like it would not go away it was still there but I don't remember like moving though because I know some people when they're having sleep paralysis you know they well not some people everybody if you're having sleep paralysis you can't move you're paralyzed essentially and like I mentioned earlier sometimes when I'm like 
in scary situations like that, I just freeze. So I don't, I don't know if I could have moved or not because I didn't really try because I was so like shocked and like freaked out that there's this giant freaking spider crawling across the ceiling towards me. So yeah, I don't know if I could have moved or not because I didn't try. And then this happened to me again a little while after that. Not super close though. Like I was like, I was like never going to think this was going to happen again. And it did. And I was on my back again and I was looking up at the ceiling. My eyes were wide open. And I mean like this wasn't like, it's not like I saw like some like little spider going across my ceiling. No, it was huge. And this one was even bigger than the last one. Like it was gigantic. I mean like there's no way there's this like giant spider crawling like casually going on my ceiling like this was like like it's like something you know is not real but like again I I remember blinking it was still there wouldn't go away again I didn't really try moving so I don't really know if I could have or not I just froze again because I'm just so terrified that there's this giant spider on my ceiling and this honestly kind of came up like right now like because obviously I've like thought about this I've thought about I've thought about you know this experience after it happened obviously but I just remembered I've had multiple experiences where I've been in a room and like a normal small spider will be crawling across the ceiling and it makes its way towards me and I remember I mean, that's happened multiple times to me in my life. But I remember in fifth grade, we were all watching this movie. And I couldn't pay attention because there was a spider on the ceiling making its way towards me. So I'm just like so distracted and like in my head the whole time, I'm like, it's gonna like, it's gonna like just drop. Like it's gonna just drop in front of my face. And it did. Oh, it did. Like, I was like, it's one of those things where it's like, you're like, you're thinking like, oh, this is gonna happen. It's gonna happen. But like, you never really expect it to happen. But like, in my head, I was just like, it's like, it keeps getting so much closer and closer to me. Like, it's like, it's like, specifically like targeting me. And then it like dropped down. And I freaked out. My teacher had to stop the movie. Because I was so freaked out. And he had to come kill it. And he was so annoyed. He's like, it's just a spider. And I'm just all like, what was I supposed to do? Just keep chilling and watching the movie while there's a spider dangling in front of my face? Like, and everybody around me too was like, what the? (laughs) Like, they were like, what the heck? Like, ugh. So now that I like think of that and the fact, just everything I just talked about giant spiders come in. Am I, like, afraid of that? I don't think, like, if there was a spider making its way towards me right now on the ceiling, I don't know if I'd be that freaked out. Maybe I'd be a little bit more freaked out because I just explained all this, but, I mean, I've had multiple, I've had multiple, multiple other occurrences of a spider crawling on the ceiling and dropping in front of me. So, like, now I'm like, does this mean something? I'm about to go look up, like, Like, what does it mean, like, when spiders interact with you? I'm just kind of freaked out now. Oh my 
God. My chest is like all tight. I'm like scared. I'm like, am I gonna go to sleep tonight? And like have another occurrence of that because it's not fun. It's not fun to see a giant spider on your ceiling at like 3 a.m. Like not fun. Not fun. And I can't, I can't imagine like some people that go through sleep paralysis. I mean, because it feels like something's like pushing you down, right? And like people will like see like some shadowy like figure like pressing down on them. I can't imagine that. I think I would just have a heart attack and die. Like, I think I would just die because I just, oh my god. If you've ever gone through that, please let me know. I want to hear about it because that's so interesting to me. I'm just, my heart's just like racing right now talking about it. But I mean, that's so weird too. Like, people who just like pass in their sleep, like, you know, they can be fine during the day and then they just pass away during, like, that's just... Like, why in their sleep? It's just, I don't know. I feel heavy right now. I'm just like, oh, that was a lot. That was a lot. I didn't know I'd be this freaked out, but now I'm kind of freaked out. But yeah, there's so many, like, weird things about sleeping. There's so many weird cases with sleeping. So please let me know if you related to any of these common dream themes. If you've had any dream experiences that you just want to let me know about please, please do. This topic is, like, so interesting to me because it's just such a mystery and I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. But I'm gonna wrap this up and get into the mantras for today's episode. Uh, These are specifically for falling asleep and getting a good night's rest. So the first one is, I am becoming more relaxed with every breath. With each breath, I am closer to sleep. The second one is, I welcome sleep into my being. But yeah, I hope you all enjoyed this episode. I hope I left you with a lot to ponder. I'd like to make another episode on this topic in the future. Like, if you guys sent me your experiences and I could share them on it, that'd be so cool. But, like, there's so many other things I could talk about, too, like lucid dreaming or I could talk about all the, you know, different sleeping disorders that are absolutely insane. I mean, a lot of them are very rare, but they can be absolutely insane. But for now, thank you, you wonderful beings, for listening, and until the next one.